This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of Eagles Saving Nations, as well as World Ministries International. And I want to welcome you to the Warning Program. Yes, you heard me say Eagles Saving Nations. I usually put World Ministries International first, but I'll tell you, there's such a priority for another great awakening, a national repentance, which is a revival, because we are in the process of losing our nation not only by evil men in Congress and the White House, but also the judgment of God is going to fall. For sins bring judgment on a nation, idolatry, immorality, killing the innocent, and dividing the land of Israel. Once again, you're listening to The Warning Program. And I have with me special guest Shannon Davis out of Bali, Indonesia, OmegaManRadio.com. Uh, Shannon, Welcome. Praise the Lord. Thank you for having me today, Dr. Hansen. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm with you every Friday, and uh, you do Omega Man Radio, and it's OmegaManRadio.com, goes around the world, syndicated, and so uh, it's my pleasure that I'm hosting you today. Well, I tell you, it was really a dream come true when you and I were able to team up and do these broadcasts on Friday nights. I've been following your ministry since about 2001, and that was a dream come true to be able to work with you, a ministry that has impacted my life and continues to to this day. Well, I appreciate that, Shannon. I know that uh, I respect everything you're doing, and I'm so happy that you're sounding the alarm. Now, we are living in precarious times, as we talk about all the time when we're together, dangerous times, yet exciting times. I mean, I'm excited because I get to swing the sword and usher in the kingdom of God. Now, if you don't know Jesus Christ, you're going to be a little concerned with what's going on, Shannon. Absolutely. Dr. Hansen, we're literally beginning to see events take place that the Bible talked about. As soon as they signed that peace treaty over in Israel, boy, I know the countdown's going to be on. You know, I've been raised in the uh, church all my life and uh, trained up in knowing that Jesus Christ is coming back soon, and he really is coming back soon. When I see what's going on in the news today, I think it could be very soon. Back to you. Well, I agree with you totally. I know I just spoke two days ago. I was in a church in Vancouver, Washington, and speaking on trumpets. You know, we're in the tabernacle season, and it's trumpets, atonement, and tabernacles. And so I spoke on trumpets, and then I spoke on hope and victory in crisis, you know, the power of hope, because people need to understand and know who they are in Christ Jesus. There is a hope that they must have, because things are going to get only worse and worse. But trumpets, I'll tell you what, the dead in Christ will rise first, we that are alive and remaining will join them in the air. So people need to understand the horn of our salvation. What is that? Well, that's the Lord Jesus Christ himself fighting. God fighting for us, like Joshua and the Battle of Jericho. Shannon? Absolutely. You know, Brother Hansen, really, I'm excited to be alive and to see these times. You know, there were people that we read about in the Word of God, the prophets, saying, look forward to this day, and we're actually here. I believe it's our generation that's going to see the return of Jesus. Now, I don't believe he's coming back tomorrow. Let me just be very clear. There are certain biblical prerequisites that got to happen, but... I just feel in my spirit that this is a time to go active for Jesus Christ. A time of exploits is coming soon. What a great time to be alive. We have an opportunity to really do something to make a difference. And, you know, Jesus said we are to occupy till he comes. And so knowing that dark times are ahead of us, even the tribulation period, I'm not frightened. 
I want to remain sober and vigilant, but I'm actually encouraged and motivated to get to work because uh, our time is short and we're all going to stand before the Lord Jesus Christ one day. And we want to stand before him and hear those words, well done, my good and faithful servant. So in order to hear those words, we need to do what he said over in Mark 16, preach the gospel, win souls for Jesus, because there are many right now that are going into eternity lost with no hope now. They've died and all the more reason we need to get out there and win as many as we can. Back to you. Well, I agree with you, Shannon. I know that as we're in this Feast of Tabernacle season, again, trumpets, atonement, tabernacles, the first four feasts have already been fulfilled by Jesus. All seven feasts deal with Jesus Christ. Again, Passover, unleavened bread, atonement, and tabernacles. All of this has happened. Passover, unleavened bread, resurrection, and Pentecost. Those have been fulfilled. Jesus fulfilled them. And now we're waiting on the final fulfillment when the return of Christ. And you know, the horn of salvation, that is talked about all through the Bible. And uh, Joshua and Jericho, you know, God spoke to the people and used trumpets to fight their battles for them. And the Jews began to call God the horn of their salvation. And so this is where it came from, God fighting the battle for his people. Shannon? Absolutely. And correct me if I'm wrong, Dr. Hanson, but when Jesus Christ came the first time, he was the fulfillment of the spring feast. When he comes back the second time at a second coming, um, he'll be coming back during the fall feast. So, you know, one of these years during this season that we're in, we're going to see the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so he is coming back. And we got a job to do as a church to make a stand for him, be the light of the world until that time comes. Because again, as I repeat myself, many souls hang in the balance. Well, you're right. And uh, the spring feast, you know, Passover, the lamb's blood, Jesus' blood, unleavened bread, dealing with sin, removing sin, first fruits, resurrection day, and Pentecost, the Holy Spirit's power. Now, those have been fulfilled, as you said. Jesus came and fulfilled Passover. He was our Passover lamb. He did take our sin in his body. And we're supposed to consciously, deliberately, daily uh, work that we do not sin and that we remove sin out of our lives. First fruits, the resurrection, and Pentecost. And that's what Eagle Saving Nations is all about, Pentecost. Once again, this is a season of the power of God, the power of God, and we're supposed to be moving with the power of God. I'll tell you, Shannon, I wish you were with me when I was in Vancouver, Washington. That service went four and a half hours, and let me tell you, the Holy Spirit, gifts of the Holy Spirit really moved, and that word, people's mail was read, and demons uh, uh, were trembling. We had a powerful meeting. Yes, sir. Um, Your ministry, World Ministries International, is a power evangelism ministry. And that's uh, what has drawn me to it over the years, because you preach the gospel with signs that follow. Uh, You are a a mighty man of faith, and uh, that's an encouragement to me. And again, uh, I followed your ministry for over 20 years. It's rock solid. And I can't tell you the number of times, Dr. Hanson, that um, when I was signed up to the tape of the month club, that a tape would come in And I would get it in this uh, envelope, pop it into my cassette deck in my car as I was going to work, and it was a right now word. And I would listen to it over and over again and just couldn't wait till the next package came in. It always seemed that that tape got me along about 30 days. And then the next one came in, and it would be a right now word to minister 
minister to me, and uh, your ministry continues uh, to do the same to me and uh, the lives of many to this day. I, I salute you. Well, thank you so much, Shannon. And as you said, the fall feast when Jesus returns and fulfills that, trumpets, uh, the voice of God, the might of God, spiritual warfare. Then you get into atonement, fasting, praying. Again, sin, trials, healing, deliverance, and tabernacles, the literal fulfillment of the return of Jesus Christ, and he's ingathering his bride, and he will ingather us, and we will never be separated again. So I'll tell you what, uh, these fall feasts are tremendous. Again, trumpets. King David was a great warrior who clearly understood, and he appreciated the might of God in warfare. King David often spoke of God as the horn of his salvation. Psalm 18 David says to God, I will love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom will I trust, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. Psalms 18, 1 through 3 and 2 Samuel 22, 3. I'll tell you, these are exciting times. Trumpets. The Lord is our horn of our salvation. He's our mighty warrior. He will save us. He's our shield and buckler. When you understand these things, Shannon, we don't have to be afraid of what is going to happen. You know, that's a perfect point to segue into because about two weeks ago, I was praying and I opened up the word of God and God directed me to Proverbs 29, 25. The fear of man bringeth the snare but whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be safe. Now, if you look at the events that are going on out there, Dr. Hanson, they are pretty scary. Yes. And uh, if you're not a believer in Christ, you should be afraid. That's right. Because there are many things converging that uh, could take the life of many before this thing is over with. I mean, we know we look at the Great Reset, Klaus Schwab, World Economic Forum, and what they've already telegraphed that they want to do. You'll own nothing and you'll be happy we see an attack on the food supply, energy supply, world potentially looming. In fact, I just read today that Ukraine is going to begin to call up women. Uh, most of the men over there have been killed already. So they're going after women now. And um, I made a prediction some months ago. I would not be surprised if we see a draft soon in America. But let me get back on point to this verse. Um, I look at all these events and, you know, it troubled me. And then the Lord had me read this. Again, the fear of man bringeth the snare, but whoso putteth this trust in the Lord shall be safe. And I got to thinking, is the word of God true or not? Well, of course it is. Let the word of God be true, every man be a liar. If God says something, you can take that to the bank. And he's saying right here, you know, of course, if you fear man, it will bring a snare. And I've been ensnared by a spirit of fear in my life at various times. And it would drive my actions but then I, I saw who, who so putteth his trust in the Lord. And I thought, you know what? That's the key here. Yeah, there's some terrible things out there. But we don't have to be afraid if we're in Christ tonight. Uh, we can put our faith and trust in him. It says we shall be safe. So what do I need to worry about? And then I look at the other verse over in Psalm 34, 7. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, and he delivers them. So we got some great promises. 
Now, let me just say, it doesn't mean that we're not, as Christians, going to go through persecution or tribulation, maybe even death. In fact, there are people right now who are laying their lives down for Christ, so we might be tapped to be a martyr. But what I'm saying here is, we don't have to fear men. As you said many times in your sermons, nothing can touch us unless God allows it. And I agree wholeheartedly. So we know that Jesus said, all those in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. We know the word of God. I think Paul said, through much persecution and tribulation, we enter into the kingdom of God. So persecution, tribulation, that comes with being a follower for Christ. Maybe even imprisonment. It's happening to our brothers and sisters in North Korea right now. Underground church leaders are being tracked down and arrested. I heard in Mozambique, Dr. Hansen, a few years ago, in parts of the country, Christians were being captured, beheaded, crucified. Now you say, is that happening in 2023? Yes. In nations around the world, there is real persecution. And that may be our lot as well. You know, if God taps me as a martyr, so be it. He'll be with you and I right up to the chopping block. But we don't have to fear men. And if we can really grasp onto that, it can embolden us and set us free to say it's time to go all in. You know, for me to live as Christ, but to die as gain. And so that really encouraged me and it's got me, it's given me strength to say, you know what, I'm just going to go out there and work until the Lord says it's time to come home or he returns. And if I got to die with my boots on, so be it. Back to you. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to The Warning Program. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, President of World Ministries International and Eagles Saving Nations. Go to my website, worldministries.org. That's worldministries.org. Join Eagles Saving Nations now. If not, we will be a victim too. Eagles Saving Nations. That's for a national repentance, a national revival, a great awakening. Filling the NFL stadiums and let Pentecost come down upon man again. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Shannon Davis, OmegaManRadio.com, OmegaManRadio.com, Shannon Davis, and he's out of Bali, Indonesia. Shannon, you mentioned Jesus. Now, Jesus is the true commander of the army of God. Revelation 19, 11 through 16. When Zacharias learned that the Messiah was to be born, he prophesied these words. Blessed is the Lord of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people and has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets, who have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hates us. Luke 1, 68 through 71. Again, Jesus is the horner for our salvation. He's going to come back, remove evil governments. He will fight the enemies of the church. You need to be under the blood because I'll tell you, billions are going to die. Shannon? There is no protection outside the Lord Jesus Christ. An earthquake can take you out, a volcano, a riot, an explosion. There's a million ways to die. And then when the spirit leaves the body, judgment comes. Um, We need to fear the Lord and fear only him. Not fear men and what he can do to us who can kill the body. Fear him that not only can kill the body, but can also um, throw you in the lake of fire. Uh, That's God Almighty and his son, Jesus Christ, the son of God, who is God. We need to fear the Lord. Uh, God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but power and love and sound mind. And if we fear the Lord, we're going to obey him. 
Uh, wasn't it Solomon who said, uh, fear and obey the Lord? That's the beginning of wisdom. So uh, we need to have a holy fear of God, and we also need to do what he's asked us to do. It's a fearful thing to fall in the hands of the living God. And I think uh, about my own life. It was about 40 years, Dr. Hanson, before I answered the call of the Lord. And uh, if it had not been for the prayers of my grandmother, uh, I might be dead right now and in a hell. Raised in the church, got saved, but yet I backslid at a point in time in my life. And uh, I praise God that he had mercy on me. So for about the last 13 years, I've been involved in full-time ministry. And uh, I shudder to think what would happen if I stood before the Lord and I had nothing to show for myself. If I had to appear before him and say, Lord, you gave me my whole life, but I did nothing for you. In fact, uh, there's many that may appear before the Lord and he might say, have you read my word? And they never read the Bible and they had decades to do it. Um, we're all going to stand before the, the Lord God one day. If we died without Christ at the great white throne judgment, for those that appear there, there's no hope. It's the lake of fire coming next. But a lot of people in the church, Dr. Hansen, uh, failed to remember that they're still going to appear before the Lord, too, at the judgment seat of Christ. We're going to have to give an accounting for what we did. And I know it's for rewards purposes, but there's some that may get there to that day and did nothing for the Lord. And uh, for a while, that was me, too. And so I try to remain cognizant of the time we got. It's short. And I want to try to uh, do what I can for the Lord while I can, because I'm going to appear before the Lord like everyone else. And we want to be able to uh, bring some fruit, uh, win some souls for Jesus. He that wins souls is wise. And uh, a lot of people have their priorities out of whack. And it's time to re realize that time is short. Night comes and no man can work. And what we're going to do, we need to get doing now because uh, the stakes are high, Dr. Hansen. Uh, many people are going into eternity lost. Why? Because we're not doing the job that we're called to do in the church to share the gospel. So, Lord, forgive me and help us all to redeem the time. Back to you. You know, Zacharias referred to the Messiah Jesus as the horn of salvation, who would save them from their enemies. Now, in the first century, the enemy that the Jews wanted to be saved was Rome. The Jews were looking for a deliverer who would overthrow the Roman Empire and establish the kingdom of God. Yet, in his first coming, Jesus' purpose was not to destroy the Roman Empire. His purpose was to destroy the works of Satan and the sin in men's heart that made possible the evil and oppression of Rome. So as a commander of the army of God and the horn of our salvation, Jesus defeated the enemies of our soul. We must understand he is fighting now for his bride. That's who the horn of salvation will be around the world. He comes to bring salvation through the hearts of men. If the hearts of men are turned to God, there is peace in every nation. So we must understand also when he returns, it's not going to be a man of peace. It's going to be a man of war. So he came back victorious to change the hearts of men. And we've been speaking the gospel as his ambassadors to change the hearts of men because that brings the nation under God. But he comes back as a lion, as a judge, as a man of war, and every deed will be held accountable. People don't realize that when he comes back again, he's coming back as a man of war. Shannon? Absolutely. 
Uh, he came to lay his life down for you and I. And uh, the Bible says he's the lion of the tribe of Judah. When he's coming back, he's coming back to rule and reign and put his enemies under his feet. And um, he is the the only way to the Father. There's no other way, name written under heaven by which man might be saved. He is that horn of salvation you mentioned. And he is our deliverer. You know, uh, one of the most exciting things that I've read in the Bible is the Great Commission, Dr. Hansover, Mark 16. Just before he ascended to the Father, he's given his final instructions uh, to the disciples and also to us that would come along later, you and I, and others tuning in out there, that we're to preach the gospel around the world, get people water baptized. That's very important. Don't just get saved, but get water baptized too. You need that. It's an outward sign being transformed, born again. And then it said, these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, they shall cast out devils. They will speak in new tongues and lay hands on the sick and they recover, etc. And uh, that's for all of us today. Uh, Jesus wants to set the captives free. And how does he do that? He'll do it through his servants out there. You and I, who will pray for others, cast those devils out, using the authority in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, seeing people healed, that the enemy might want to try to take out in a body bag. And um, this is an exciting time. And you and I have a part in this. The Lord works through his servants out there. And um, if we had more that were stepping up and doing what Jesus did, we might not be in the shape that we're in now. A country in America, for American listeners out there, that has been overrun by uh, communists, by demons. And, uh, you know, we're, we're at the brink of war, judgment is due on America, and the Word of God says if your ways please the Lord, even your enemies will be at peace with you. Well, our ways in America collectively don't please the Lord. Why? Because we're not doing what he called us to do. We're not repenting of sin. We're not uh, going out there operating by and large with signs that follow them that believe. You know, Dr. Hanson, I'm going to churches, I don't see any signs following them that believe. Just a lot of music. You're right. What's going Back to you. You're right, Shannon. The church is powerless. And uh, I'll tell you what, it, it's so pathetic. I know in uh, Vancouver again, the pastor was so overjoyed as we preached, not only preached, but the power of God came down and uh, we moved in the gifts of the Holy Spirit and people were shocked at how God could expose sin. I know before I preached, this is the first time I probably ever did it, I called the pastor and his wife and I told him who was coming against them right in front of everybody and uh, the disloyalty, et cetera, et cetera. And I'll tell you what, uh, people were aghast. They have not seen the power of God any longer. They don't see the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And for an hour and a half after the sermon, people's mail was read. I'm talking about going into depth and detail. But uh, again, this is this should be common, but it's not common. The gifts of the Holy Spirit are, are no longer in operation by most of the church, Shannon. Most denominations, they need to get back to Pentecost. They need to get back to their roots because they are flat powerless. You know, Jesus Christ's primary mission, of course, was to come and offer his life up as a sacrifice for our sins. Offer you and I that would believe on him and repent of our sins, a way to be reconnected with him and the Father and be saved, be born again. But while he was ministering, I, I see four categories. He preached the gospel. He cast out devils. He healed the sick. And he did miracles. Some of those miracles were raising the dead. The four ministries of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
And we need to be doing one, one or more of those uh, in every church, in our own personal ministries. We need to do what Jesus Christ did. Again, many people are majoring on music, very little word, and no signs that fall them that believe. No wonder the youth don't want to go to church. They're bored, Dr. Hansen. Uh, totally. They say no it. They see a service that is empty, that's just a, a show, you know, like a dog and pony show or a circus, and they're tired of the hypocrisy. Now, you can go to one of these uh, performances, as uh, one major denomination calls their services. It's like a going to see a band. It's entertainment. You know, it entertains the flesh, makes you feel good, but then you leave empty. You leave the same as you came, and uh, it's supposed to be the other way around. You don't leave the same as you came. Uh, you, you leave there changed by the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. If we would begin to go back and do what Jesus Christ commanded us to do, we would see great revival breaking out. We would see the youth involved. We wouldn't see people strung out on drugs and alcohol and committing suicide because they have no hope. We could uh, see some things turned around even in our country. And, you know, judgment first starts at the house of God. It says... If the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the sinner in the ungodly appear? So I'm here to tell you, the Lord Jesus Christ is going to hold the church responsible because we didn't do what we were called to do. And so it's time to make a change and repent and go back and do what Jesus did. Back to you. Paul wrote to the Ephesians that God the Father had given Jesus a position far above all principality and power and might and dominion. And every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in the world to come, hath put all things under his feet. Ephesians 1, 22 through 23. Peter writes of Jesus, who has gone into heaven at the right hand of God. Angels and authorities and powers have been made subject to him. 1 Peter 3, 22. You probably have figured out that the Feast of Trumpets relates to the Christian's spiritual warfare. Once we experience the reality of the Feast of Pentecost and are filled with the Spirit, we too will experience spiritual warfare just as Jesus did. The closer we draw nigh to God, the more the warfare increases. We become a threat to Satan when we walk in the power of God and he will do anything to defeat us. But we will be more than conquerors. We will cast out demons. We will heal the sick. We will raise the dead. Let me tell you, we have all power and authority. Ladies and gentlemen, again, you've been listening to The Warning Program. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, President, World Ministries International, Eagle Saving Nations, worldministries.org, worldministries.org. My special guest has been Shannon Davis, omegamanradio.com, omegamanradio.com. Look him up, listen. I'll tell you what, you're going to hear solid truth Every day, omegamanradio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we do need your support to stay on this local station. Help us and join Eagles Saving Nations. Thank you, Shannon. Dr. Hanson, what a honor to be here with you today. Again, I want to encourage everybody to be a partner with World Ministries International and Eagles Saving Nations. It changed my life. It'll change yours and others, too. Support this frontline ministry worldministries.org thank you dr hansen god bless you